Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here to preview Arizona men's basketball, who will be playing at home against Colorado on Thursday. But first, Shelby. But first. Snow in Tucson. What? Sounds unpredictable, right? Yeah. But we know the unexpected happens. It's important to be prepared and to have a plan. Like, where will your retirement money come from? Have you optimized your 401k? If you have questions about your current retirement plan or want to begin in preparing for tomorrow, contact us at Longview Insurance and Investments. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Ooh, thank you so much. Word from our sponsor. We just <clears throat> got done watching UCLA lose. We did. It was awesome. So. I mean... Stanford didn't shoot 99% from three, so that was a little disappointing. But at least they didn't lose by 30. Like, we all expect, like we, uh, we all expected Stanford would go and, like, lose by 20 to UCLA because that'd be very Arizona. But nope. Stanford, maybe not bad. Stanford does uh, kind Carlisle of is gaming good, everyone today. And maybe now that they have Carlisle, they're actually a good team. Yeah. So, uh, it's always a good day when UCLA loses. That makes us happy. Um, the game... On Thursday, not not sold out as of right now, but students aren't here. So I think it still should be a pretty Should be a crowd. pretty boisterous group. That means Colorado. People don't really like Colorado. Boisterous. Uh, what's the vibe from Arizona going into this game? Keeping in mind that we all know that Tommy had a very feisty press conference today. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm referring spicy. to. Tommy was feisty. He knew. Now, I think he realized halfway through because he was like, I just realized, like, this is, I know this is the first time you guys have talked to me since Stanford, but he definitely got a little fed up with, this is wrong, and this is wrong, and what about this? And then Matt Reynoldson, I think his name is from, good guy, uh, TV, local news guy, actually, I like him, he's a nice guy. One of the only ones. Yeah, started to ask a question, and then Tommy kind of jumped on him, and that wasn't the question that Matt was going to ask, but then he listened to Matt and gave him an answer, and. Basically, was like, look, if you guys want to sit down and analyze drop versus this versus that coverage and this at Bob Dobbs. And by the way, big day for Bob Dobbs. And Bob Gentle Dobbs Benz. for the win. Multiple Bob Dobbs and Gentle Benz references. But um, and I know there's some people that are like, oh, he didn't sound like he was very receptive to changing things. Uh, there isn't a coach in America that's going to tell you their defensive game plan. For all no. we know, he went into practice the last three days and completely read at Arizona's defense. He's not going to be like, well, guys, actually, we're changing our coverage completely, and this is what it's going to look like. Hey, Colorado, make sure you're watching this. No coaches yeah. doing that. Also, some, no, he's not going to take any advice some, from some reporters. Right. I, and I think the, the biggest thing, it's funny. Uh, well, it's not funny. I don't know. But, like, he isn't incorrect when he says a large part of it is just want. Like, a large part of defense in general is wanting to play well on defense wanting to put in the effort defense at the end of the day i'm not going to say it's easy because it's not but it's also like bill walton says it believe it or not i'm i'm gonna quote quote bill walton but um bill walton says basically anyone can put the ball in the basket it's the other things that you do and he's right like most guys can score but can you defend can you rebound can you pass and that's like the want like you have to be able to want to do that and, uh, you know, it's a thing where, you know, it, it's, 
Like, do you want to be good at defense? Maybe that they got their ass kicked. And he said that multiple times, too. He said, we got our ass kicked against Stanford. My favorite line was he was basically like, I look how they play against us this year and last year, and I wonder sometimes why they don't have more wins. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, but he's not wrong. Like, you watch how they play the other day against Arizona, and I'm not saying it was all Arizona. I mean, part of it was like Stanford played well, too, and then you look at the UCLA game, and you're like, what the freak am I watching? Right, it was pretty bad. Right, and like it's so, it's a situation where I, I'm very curious to see how Arizona responds because I feel very confident in saying I've been to 99% of Tommy Lloyd's weekly press conferences every after every game, whatever. This is by far the most. Like if Sean did this, it, w- it would be a normal press conference, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, Tommy doing this to me. Is it like I walked out of the press conference? Go, man! Arizona's going to kick ass tomorrow. Like I, I think we're going to see a very aggressive, motivated Arizona team. I will be very disappointed if not, because I mean, even Jaden Bradley kind of hinted like Tommy was different coming off of that Stanford game. Like it was a different vibe at practice with the players and all that. So we'll uh, we'll see if the team uh, if, if the team buys in. Didn't he say this was fun? To you guys? Yeah, so after the presser, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, this was fun. Let's do this again or something like that. It was, but, and I just want to point out that I, I didn't get yelled at. He answered my questions. He always asked good questions. Bruce got yelled at a little bit because he asked, like, if they practice. But I love Bruce. So Bruce the, is going to be Bruce. Bruce is Bruce, right? And he's like, did you guys practice Monday? And then finally, Tommy, for the first time all year in three years, because Bruce always asks questions like that, goes, does it matter? He's like, we lost by 30. Do you think we practice the next day, Bruce? It's like, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it was. Inquiring minds want to know, Jason. So we'll see. I, it, it just, it was a much different vibe. There's always been uh, a kind of a, a belief that Tommy is too nice at times. I think that belief, at least this week, is gone. I don't, I don't think he was he's, like. He's being mean daddy now. And I asked, I said, look, do you throw, are you the type of coach that throws out the tape? And. He's right. College basketball is different. You can't harp on a loss. Tape. So you, you 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 talk about the loss, you go home, you practice Monday, and then by Tuesday, you're turning around to Colorado. You don't have time. You just that's how college basketball works. So he's like, Yeah, like we watch the film and then we move on. Like he's like, I haven't talked to the team about Stanford in forty eight hours. And that's because it was very clear coming out of the press conference that he thinks Colorado is a very very good team. Like you could tell when Tommy legitimately thinks the team is good. He legitimately thinks Colorado's a very good team. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, there's no must win game in January. I disagree with that. But does this feel like it? Why do you disagree? Because Arizona's gotta win every goddamn game from here <laughs> on out, Jason. Uh let me let me re let me I guess you could say there's must-win games. Like maybe tonight was a must-win game for UCLA, even though they're not. <laughs> well, they're they're not going to make the tournament. But I, if you do want to make the tournament, you got to win games at home. I guess. Um, this is the closest. It feels like a must-win game. Like it, it absolutely has the vibe in January. If Arizona lost, would it be the end of the world? Yes, on Wildcat Authority, would spontaneously end of combust. the world. Um, you know, we would go back in the old school maintenance mode. I would try to get that done again. Um, you know, yeah, it'd be pretty awful if Arizona lost. But this feels like, like if Arizona wants to be a one seed still, it needs to win this game. Mm-hmm. 
If Arizona wants to be a two-seed still, it probably needs to win this game. Because this is one of those opportunities where, like, Colorado's a good team. Their, their metrics are good, all that. So you, you want to beat any team with good metrics in this conference. You have to win. You have to beat Colorado. You Like, their metrics are as good as it gets in this conference. You got to beat them. Um, and just the whole vibe. Like, you wonder if they lose this one and all of a sudden they're kind of on a losing streak. It's the first time Tommy Lloyd has lost consecutive games if they lose against Colorado. How does the team react? Um, so, bigger picture, it is it a must win? Probably not. Like, but does it feel like a must win? Yeah, like absolutely. The vibe I get is um, I never in college basketball, I very rarely say a regular season game is a big game because at the end of the day, we all know the ultimate goal and one game in January doesn't change that. Yeah. But this feels like a very big game. All right. Uh, what type of team is Colorado? I'm glad you asked me, Shelby. It feels like you asked me this You're sometimes. You're welcome. Uh. Thank you. I wasn't prepared for this question. Uh, Colorado, again, like Colorado is a good basketball team. They really do most things well. Um, they are 21st in Ken Palm. They're 29th in offense, 28th in defense. Uh, they go at a faster pace this season. In the past seasons, they've been somewhat slow. They're, uh, they're faster than they've been in years. Like, uh, I mean, you could go back to, I'm actually going back right now. They're the fastest team in tempo right now that they've been since at least... I'm still going, Chubby. Since at least 2010. What? Okay, so that's their 87th in tempo. Um, they're 10th in the country in effective field goal percentage, 57.8, which is fantastic. They offensive rebound the ball. They're 31st in the country. They're 6th in the country in defensive rebounding. They're a very good rebounding team. They shoot 40% from three as a team, which is seventh in the nation. They shoot 56.4 from two, 23rd in the nation. They hit their free throws. They're 15th in the nation. Um, they don't force it. They don't steal the ball. So that's cool. And they don't force a ton of turnovers. Uh, and they also, they will turn the ball over at times. Um, even though they shoot 40% from three, they don't want to shoot threes. That's not their game. Uh, they actually are 331st in the nation in three-point attempts to field goal attempts. So they're not, I'd assume, you never know, because when you play Arizona, things change. But things out. they're not the type of team to come in. Like, their point distribution, they're 299th in the country, where 25% of their points um, 25% of their points are threes. That's not a lot at all. Uh, it's very low. So... Um, you know, they're, they're a pretty, they're a big team. They're 20th in the nation height. If you're looking for weaknesses, um, I mean, they, they don't block shots, I guess. Uh, they don't defend the three that well. They're pretty good at it, but they're not awesome. Um, and then I guess turnovers, it, it's, they're a good team. Now, when you look at their schedule, the argument that someone would make is, look, they, they haven't beaten a ton of good teams. Um, they lost to Florida state. They lost to Colorado state. Their best win right now is Miami and Washington at home. Uh, on the road, this is interesting now. They've only played one true road road game so far. Uh, and that was Colorado State, and they lost that game. Uh, that was back in November 29th, and they had the, the full roster at the time. Uh, Arizona has only has played two, three true road games, right? And they're two and one. But Colorado has really... Probably, I mean, Colorado State was a raucous environment, I guess. But 
Uh, Arizona is clearly going to be um, a little different. But Colorado is is a very good basketball team, even if they haven't necessarily had a, a crazy good schedule so far. Okay. Um, what player uh, worries you the most and why? Uh, that's a very easy question. Por qué? That's a very easy question, and it's the same player that worries everyone the most when you play Who Colorado. Who is it, Jason? Uh, KJ Simpson is absolutely unbelievable this season. The jump in percentages that he has had from last season to this season uh, is is insane. I mean, it's just he's actually being used on less possessions and taking less shots, but his effective field goal percentage is literally 20% better. Whoa. His true shooting percentage is literally 20% better. His assist rate is up. He's turning the ball over less. He's stealing the ball way more. Uh, his free throw weight is, is way up. His free throw percentage is up. He's shooting 60% from two. Last year, he shot 45% from two. He's shooting 47% from three. Last year, he shot 27% from three. His freshman year, he shot 24% from three. So there's two schools of thought when I look at a player like this. Number one is he's out of his mind. He, his improvement is as good as it gets. Uh, he is fantastic. The other school of thought is he's playing out of his mind in the sense where eventually he'll return back a little bit closer to that player that he really is. When I tell you he's shooting 60% from two and 47% from three and 87% from the line, it, it feels like, I mean, you probably can't keep that up the whole year. If he does keep it up the whole year, he's the Pac-12 player of the year, and, and, and it's not going to be close. Um, everything that Colorado does is based on, on his success. It is very difficult for Colorado to win if KJ, I'll, I'll go as far as to say, it is nearly impossible for, K, for for Colorado to win if KJ Simpson doesn't play well. Now, that doesn't mean if he plays well, they're going to win because you take a look at their loss at Colorado State, he had 30. Um, their loss at FSU, he was 5 of 22, right? So, I mean, he dropped 30, but he also, in that loss, was awful. But you look at his numbers. I mean, 10 of 18 against Washington State. He 6 of 14 against Washington, and then he, he adds 10 rebounds and 7 assists. 23, uh, 20 against Miami. His lowest scoring game is 12 against Grambling, but he still shot 6 of 13 and added 8 assists and 7 rebounds. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over a ton. Doesn't foul a ton. He is uh, just in... in I mean, he, his steal numbers, 3-3, three, 5-4 three, in his last five games. Uh, you know, he's he is the, the Pac-12 player of the year. And the reason it's a worry is because Kylan Boswell has not been present defensively. I don't worry about the offense. I think the offense eventually will come. I asked Tommy Lloyd about it. He said, we just we, we let him know we have his back and we believe in him, right? The defense... Is, is the is the worrisome part. Arizona's perimeter defense has been awful. There's yeah. there's no way to sugarcoat it. So this, this is one of those matchups. Do they try to get the ball out of KJ Simpson's hand? Do they guard him straight up and say, look, he's going to drop 20. No matter what we do, he's dropping 20 to 25 points. But we can't let the other guys beat us. I'm very curious. You know, to me, I'm having Jaden Bradley play more than usual. I think he's built for this game specifically the way Colorado plays and all that. But 
if you're asking me what matchup worries me the most, what player worries me the most, I mean, it is obvious. Yeah, when you mix in Arizona's lack of perimeter defense and how good K.J. Simpson has been playing, uh, if this dude drops 35 points, I'm not even sure any of us would be surprised, which is bad. It's bad. Very, very bad. Um, Okay. Uh, Which matchup intrigues you? I want to see Umar Balo and Eddie Lampkin go to war. Shall Do we? it, Balo. The two large human beings banging against each other in the post. Whoa. It is going to be fun to watch. I still am partial to watching bigs. Uh, I know people don't like... Uh, some people don't like basketball with true bigs anymore. What? Uh, but when you get Eddie Lampkin in the post versus Umar Balo, that is fun as hell to watch. Now... I'm assuming, so Tristan Da Silva and Keisha uh, and uh, Cody Williams, we're not going to know their status probably till tomorrow afternoon. Is Tristan Da Silva the one with the eyes? Like, he's, he's cute. Yeah, you think he's hot. He's cute. Whatever. He's a cutie. Whatever. Anyway, I was going to say something nasty. Um, they're both, I'd assume one is going to play, Right. Like, I, I don't know if two is going to play. I assume one. In my breakdown, I went with Tristan Da Silva. I don't know. Maybe they're both going to play. The spread says otherwise because it opened up at, I think it opened up at nine and then it jumped to 11 and a half, which usually is a, is an indicator. We'll see what happens in the morning. But I, I for my breakdown, I'm assuming Tristan Da Silva is playing and, uh, and Cody Williams isn't. I could get that, have that mixed up. It could be. A uh, situation where they both play. It could be a situation where neither of them play. But I think one of them is going to play, from what I've heard. Um, Keyshaw Johnson on Tristan De Silva is another awesome matchup. Tristan De Silva doesn't rebound well, but he's a very good scorer. Keyshaw's probably a better defender. Tristan is a significantly better scorer. Uh, so that matchup and then the Umar Bala matchup are the ones that, uh, that really I- intrigue me most. I really want Umar to be aggressive. Like, just really get in there. I want to see... Back that trunk up. Back that trunk up. Look at you. Brielle, thoughts? Our daughter, Brielle, sleeping on the floor. sleeping on the floor. She had flag football practice. She's an old woman. And then she refused to shower or, like, you know, go to her She's room. She's literally sleeping with the dog on the floor. So that's where we're at. Um, 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 well, how does Arizona win this game? They score more points, Shelby. Boom. Done. Uh, look, <laughs> Colorado's good, man gonna be tough guys it's 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 not gonna be an easy win i know the spread's 11 that actually surprised me we'll get to my prediction in a minute uh i i think that you have to avoid kj going for 35 uh but it's to me it's it's defense if arizona's perimeter defends and the defense takes it a step up arizona's gonna win this game 100 arizona's gonna and i'm i'm 100 that's not an arrogant but uh, if Arizona's perimeter defense, they rebound the ball well, they're going to win this game. 1,000%. I really, I really think it's that simple. Like, I don't think there's some secret formula. If Arizona's perimeter shows up and defends, it may be ugly offensively. I don't care. That's fine with me. I want to see the defense play well. Gritty. Yeah. Gritty, fast, hard game. Okay, you need to calm down. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. Um, all right, what is your prediction? Usually I just go by Ken Palm, Shelby. Ken Palm has it. Uh, well, Seth Greenberg said Arizona's going to yeah, win. he can go F <laughs> I know how you feel about 86 Seth. to 77 is what Ken Palm said. Uh-huh. Right? I feel like that's high. Jason said 82 to 75. I think 
Arizona's going to win. I'm not, I, I think Arizona's going to win both games. I think that Arizona's going to respond well. Uh, it's going to, it's going to look ugly at times, but I, I just believe that Arizona defensively is going to show up and, and surprise people. I think that perimeter is going to come to play. I'll even go further. I think KJ Simpson's going to have a not so efficient game. Like Ooh. I think he'll score twenty to twenty five, but I see it being like a lot the, of desperation, like shots. the seven of twenty type of game from the field. Okay, uh, well, I'm gonna say a little under that. I'll say eighty two to seventy four. You literally just copied me and took a point off Colorado, Shelby. No, I didn't. You said eighty five. No, nope. eighty two to no. seventy five, and you're like, I'm gonna be a little different. Eighty one to seventy five. Uh, whatever. Okay, eight. I'll say eighty. You can, hey, you can do whatever you want. This is. Your I day. will do whatever I want. This is your day. I am the queen. Remember, that's what Blake says. Yes, good for him. Uh, <laughs> Shelby, you know how to end it. Well, before I end it, I want to say, hopefully, we see. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you have tickets to this game. Because we need to have more bodies in McHale than what I saw today on the ticket. Yeah, there's quite a few tickets. There's quite a few tickets. I know the students aren't here, but there's no excuse. We need to pack McHale. Let's go. And no matter where you are, you can always bear down. And as always, happy anniversary to Sabatino Chen. Shelby, take it. That shit was late.